0: This is the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast, Live Initiated. Welcome back to the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. This is Chris Peck, and you are listening to episode 006, Automating Success and Choosing to Fail. There is no secret to winning. Choose a direction, put in the work, and you will find success. I'm sure all of us have heard that before when talking to someone that is a level above us or achieving something that we would we want to achieve for ourselves. If you choose to do something and you put in the work for enough time, you will be successful. Uh, and I'm not going to argue that point. It's absolutely true. Um, there are factors outside of your control, such as luck and opportunity. But we all know and we all understand that The more effort you put in, the more luck you are going to find and the more opportunities you will have. These things are all more likely to come to you if you are playing the game. If you're in the game, if you're out on the field, when a lucky situation happens or when an opportunity comes around, you're going to be ready um, to pick the ball up and run with it. Nothing ever happens until you choose to make it happen. Everything that happens starts with a choice so therefore success is a choice and winning is a choice and it doesn't matter what the pursuit is or what we're defining as success or winning it's all it's all the same idea it's you need to choose that path and then you need to go work at it until you reach the level that you're looking to reach so once you make the choice you keep showing up you keep putting in the work and success comes but here's another way to look at it and it's an interesting perspective shift and it is creating systems that automate winning. So once you make the decision to go pursue something, then the conversation changes to how can I automate success? How can I make it so there is no opportunity for me to fail? I no longer have to choose to win. What do I need to put into place to guarantee that I win and it's, it's through your systems. And I'm not going to belabor systems per se, because everybody has heard one way, shape, or form that you need to make systems, you need to automate it. But there's a perspective shift that I want to go through here and some strategies for how to make winning and how to make success automated so that all you have to do is show up. If you show up and Work the plan that you've put out. You're gonna win. There's no, there's no longer a choice to step your game up. You don't have to continue to make the choice to be successful. Which is, you know, how some people, how some people say you need to keep making the choice to show up and be successful. I'm saying no. We're gonna flip that on its head. We're gonna put systems in place that are gonna make winning automatic. And we have to choose to fail. We're gonna have such a tight knit plan to get to where we want to go, that to not show up and not put in that work, to choose to make those other decisions is going to result in failure. So think about how that changes things. You elevate yourself to a level that you want to be at, and then you operate at that level choosing to step below that level. So think about having to make that choice to yourself. You have to choose to do something that is less productive and less helpful to you rather than what is commonly talked about, which is you have to choose success. You're playing at a lower level. You need to choose to step up. You need to choose to put in more effort. And a lot of people have a harder time choosing to put forth more effort and they have a much easier time taking the easy way out. And it's not a slight on anybody in particular. As humans, we wanna take the path of least resistance. There's a reason that people say they choose to do hard things and doing hard things builds character because it requires you to put out energy, it requires you to put out effort. And what we're saying here is we're gonna raise ourselves to expect top performance of ourselves, we're going to put systems into place that are going to guarantee we are putting out our top performance, and then we have to choose to lower our level down, which is a harder decision for us to face. So let's get into the strategies. The first strategy I'm going to go through is routines. So routines being a set of activities that you do and that has a timeframe associated with it. So. Most people have heard of morning and nighttime routines. I get up, I brush my teeth, I eat breakfast, I you know, put in my contacts, and I'm out the door. That's a routine. It has a set amount of time. That always takes me 45 minutes to do in the morning. And every morning for 45 minutes, that's what I'm doing. Same thing on nighttime. But you can make routines about anything or around anything. Um, meals is a good one or how you work different work activities when you check emails what's the first thing you do when you get into the office all of that stuff can be put into a successful routine and you can optimize it over time to be the most beneficial routine that it can be for you but the what we're really talking about is just having a chunk of time set aside to go do these specific things I'm focusing on these activities and these tasks for this amount of time and I do it at the same time every day. And what you're really doing is mechanizing those activities. They're repeatable, they're mindless, and they don't require a decision to go do them. It's just something that you do. It's just another routine worked into your day. Just like your morning routines, the first 45 minutes you wake up, Maybe you check emails for the first 30 minutes you get to the office. You get to the office, you go grab a cup of coffee, you sit down and for 30 minutes you're reading emails. You're not doing anything else. You're just reading emails and it doesn't take a decision. That's just what you do. And it's the regularity that with which you do that that creates momentum, but it also takes decisions out of your day. and. You can think of it as almost shortening your day in a way. So think of this, if, you, if you're awake for 16 hours and you have routines set that take up eight of those hours. So you're up for 16 hours, eight of those hours are dedicated to routines that you do every day. Either you work out, you have meal routines, whatever. Um, you have enough routine set up that it takes up eight hours of your day. Well, now you only have the remaining eight hours of your day to worry about the decisions that you're, that you're making and what you're going to do. So you've shortened the window of time for, for you to make less productive decisions and to make bad decisions because every decision is a potential failure point. Everything that you have to think about doing is an opportunity for outside influence or being tired or being stressed out to have an impact on what that decision is that you do. Maybe you're tired one day and you decide, oh, I'm just gonna sit on the couch and watch some TV real quick. Watching TV turns into taking a nap. Next thing you know, you burned two hours. Well, if you had to do that multiple times a day, there's multiple points within your day that you could potentially make that string of bad decisions. Whereas if you had routines, there would be no decision point. So that's part of the goal of automating success in and making success automatic is you limit the amount of decisions that you need to make. You, you put systems, you put routines into place so that you don't have to make decisions. You don't have to decide to be successful. Success becomes the default. So the next strategy is schedule. And this one isn't super groundbreaking, but it's important to talk about nonetheless. You want to organize and clump your routines into meaningful ways. And you can almost look at your day as something that builds upon what comes before it. So to give you an example, the way that I do content for The Beard Report, which this podcast is part of, the first thing I do in my morning is I start with a raw idea for what I want to do for content. I have one idea that I'm going to go flesh out. My first half hour of the day is just outlining content for that idea. And then from there, I move into a blog post and I write my, the blog post for the Beard Report Initiated Lifestyle blog. And that forces me to get my thoughts down on paper and expand upon the idea that is the topic for that day. It's probably the most intense as far as having to think and having to put content together because that's really where I go from a rough outline of my ideas into a finished product. So I go from an outline to a blog, then I usually go into a, one of my newsletters or I go into a Twitter thread about the same topic because I'm carrying the momentum of what I put together in my blog now I'm condensing it down into a shorter form um, a shorter form of content, and that gives me just about enough time to flesh something out there, and then I go to train. Four days a week, I train at 10 a.m., I train at 10 a.m. every day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and that's a routine. That is a two-hour chunk of my day where I go train after training is lunch. After lunch, I come back and I record this podcast. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, and it's about the same topic that my blog was about and that the newsletter was about that I wrote before I went to go train. And so you can see how I'm stacking the day. I'm building it as one choreographed number. I started with you know one rough idea and now I'm building it into content. And as my day goes on, the podcast takes a little bit less time for me to make than the blog post did because I've already been on that train of thought all day and talking about it is a lot easier than it would be before I kind of sorted out all the thoughts in my head, right? So I think that that explains itself pretty well, but you can start looking at your day as something that builds and it crescendos to the end of the day where you've got everything done that you want to get done and then you start tapering off and Calming down as you you know go into the, the later the later days or the later times of the day rather. So going back to the idea of the schedule and stacking your routines and planning your day out, if you do that the day before and you walk into a fresh day with all of your times laid out, with time frames that you're gonna dedicate to each activity you decrease distractions, you you decrease the amount of time that you have to go pull up your phone and get lost in the black hole of social media or whatever it is that distracts you because you gave yourself a time frame to go do an activity. So for my blog posts, I give myself an hour to go write a rough draft of a blog post. And because I have another activity bumping up behind that blog post, I don't have the luxury of getting distracted when I'm writing, I have to write it and get it in that hour or else everything behind it gets pushed. And then I'm scrambling to go make up time for the rest of the day. Whereas if I attain my schedule and I keep my schedule intact, I am doing everything. Everything's fitting into my day just as I wanted it to, and everything's got its place. So everything flows. And that will decrease stress and again, it automates success. It takes decisions out of it. No longer do you have to decide what am I going to do now? What am I supposed to be working on? That's all figured out. All you have to do is just execute. You set yourself up the day before so you don't have any decisions today about what you're working on and all you have to do is execute. The third idea is note taking and journaling. So journaling is something that i talk a lot about and it's a very powerful tool but between the two note-taking and journaling it's all about just getting ideas out of your head and on paper all these invasive thoughts and tasks that come up or oh i've got to remember that or these are the the ones the the little tasks that come up that are super quick to go take care of so you just say oh i'm just going to go do it now before i forget those are the productivity killers because Yes, this one task, reading this one email that you were waiting for may only take a couple minutes to do, but it just it just impacted the line of thought that you were on and it impacted the flow that you were in as you were working on whatever it was you were working on. And you stack 5, 10, 15 of these little invasive thoughts and little invasive tasks and pretty pretty soon you're you're losing hours of your day by having to switch tasks and stop and start again and get yourself back into that mental state. Whereas if you create a system for yourself to take notes and you're never too far away from just jotting down a quick note so you don't forget it later, you are not only clearing your head of that thought, you don't have to worry about remembering it, but you're also able to stay in the headspace that you're in, continue the work that you're on and get this other invasive thought out of your head and down onto paper. So note-taking and journaling are two great things to do to clear your head and increase your focus. Again, removing distractions, removing decisions, increasing concentration, so all you're doing is executing. I like to use Evernote for note-taking as a suggestion for you. You can use it on different devices, so that's why I like it because I've got it on my phone and I've got it on my computer. I am never too far away from something I can jot a note down on. Um, It's got a lot of tags and stuff for organization and that's another important part of this is you need to put all of your notes in the same spot. You don't want a thousand post-it notes with all your thoughts because that gets hectic. You want something that's gonna be somewhat organized and you need to put aside time to review your notes. A note that is written down but never looked at again is useless. So you need to make sure that you're working time into your day, into your schedule, to be reviewing the notes that you're writing down. And it needs to be the same time every day, a routine, scheduled, not a decision, not something you're going to put off, especially when you're doing it at the end of the day. And sometimes your schedule gets away from you for whatever reason. And that's something that's going to get pushed off, but you're, you're leaving value on the table by not reviewing the notes that you wrote down. They were important enough for you not to want to forget them. You need to go back and look at them. And if it's 15 minutes. If you can get all your notes reviewed and take action on them in 15 minutes, great. If it's a half hour, cool. Whatever you need to take, this whole idea is that you're iterating and making your schedule, your systems as effective as you can make them for yourself. So all of that goes right into the next strategy, which is planning. And We already talked about setting aside time to review everything, but you also want to be setting time aside to schedule out to your next day. Every day, you want to schedule out your next day so that you know walking into your next day what you're going to do. Looking on a larger time frame, you want to make sure that you're taking time to review your week, review your month, review your year, how you're tracking on the goals that you set previously. and how you're moving the goalposts on those goals that you're getting close to. You need to measure yourself against the plan that you set. You need to be looking at the the timeframes that you're leaving yourself for tasks at all levels, on the daily level when you're looking at hours and half hours, and also on the year and five-year projections when you're looking at how many months it was going to take you to get to your first $1,000 in sales or your first X number of subscribers, you need to be making sure you're setting a time uh, time aside to, to look at your plan, to create your plan, to work on your plan and make sure that your plan is actually functioning for you. The fifth one is somewhat of a bonus idea, but meals. Meals is a great place where people fall off the wagon, especially if they're on some sort of a diet. Um, As you get more specific with your diet, you need to be prepping your meals or you need to be, you need to at a very minimum have a small number of meals that you like to eat pretty regularly and have all of the ingredients for those on hand if you're making them fresh or if you're on the go and you're busy, prep your meals. Take that decision out of it. You don't need to worry about where am I going to go eat? What am I going to get? What are the calories? What are this? What's that? Take all that decision out of it and just execute. You know, every time you need to wonder where you're going to eat. Oh, I just had this last night. I don't want to have that again. You're wasting time. You should be executing. Put a system in place that removes the decision point. If you need to make all of your meals in advance, Make all of your meals on a Sunday and don't think about it. I have the same breakfast and the same lunch every day. Dinner, we get a little creative, so it's not super monotonous. We're not robots. We're not machines. But the more you can mechanize different parts of your day and different parts of your week, all you're worried about is executing. And that's what we're really after. So the common thread that we've been talking about, and I hope I've driven this home is taking decisions away from yourself. Allow yourself to put all of your focus on execution because execution is what's going to get you to that next step. It's what's going to get you closer to that win that you're after. So setting schedules and having routines and all of this stuff that just happens. It's mindless. You don't need to think about it. Save your save your decisions and your thinking and your resources for the creative things that you're going to do. How you're going to scale a business or how you're going to solve that problem at work use your resources for that and not for um deciding how you're going to structure your day or or what you're going to do focus all your energy on how you're going to do it and let the what the when the where all be sorted out for you before you get to that point point. and this is what we're talking about when we say we're choosing to lose We are setting ourselves up with such specific and strong systems that to do anything besides what we planned out for ourselves is choosing to lose. We are having to actively choose to do something different than what that plan is that we set out for ourselves. So if we set a plan out that's going to lead us to success and lead us to that win, when we decide to do anything differently, we are stepping off of our path. And try again, think about trying to make that decision for yourself. I know all I have to do to win today is X, Y, and Z. But you know what? I'm going to go do A. And A is something that's not with strong integrity. It's something that isn't going to bring you closer to your goal. Think about making that decision. And it's a harder decision for anybody to make. That's the power of this perspective change. You have to decide to make a bad decision that is below the level at which you play now. You are elevating yourself to a level that you wanna be at, that's gonna lead you to where you wanna go, and you need to decide to play at a lower level. When success becomes the expectation, all you need to do is show up. When success becomes easy, you don't need to think about doing it. It just happens. It's the same thing that the uninitiated individual doesn't need to think about sitting and binging television or not going to the gym. That shit just happens. It's easy. It's comfortable. It just happens. So put a system in place where easy and what just happens is taking you on that path to where you want to go. So, one final thought here as we're wrapping up. Um, This all sounds somewhat restrictive. It sounds mechanical, and you'd be right. But think of this if you have a good plan, a good strategy, and a good vision, if you have a strong philosophy that defines what's important to you and where you wanna go, and I am telling you that if you have a plan and strategy in place that guarantees success, what does it matter how restrictive it is? If it's getting you where you want to go and you're doing the actions that you need to do to get there, is it really that restrictive? It's exactly what you need to be doing to get to where you want to go. Yes, it is more rules than you know free for all, but it's going to get you where you want to go. So if you listen to this podcast and are turned off by how robotic and how mechanical it is, think about what that really means. What what more freedoms do you want? What kind of lateral moves do you want to be able to make? And none of this is prescriptive. These are all strategies that are going to help you get to where you want to go and guarantee you get there by removing the decisions. But if you still feel like this is too restrictive and too robotic for you, you can change it. I would just challenge you to think, what are you going to gain by having more of that quote unquote freedom that you're looking for uh, throughout your day? So with all that, that wraps up the episode for today. Thanks for tuning in to the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. Check back in in a week for the next one. December is Leadership Month. This was the first episode talking about leadership and strategies to lead yourself towards success. And we've got three more episodes coming up after this. And then at the start of the new year, 2022, we are moving into strength. So appreciate you listening in. Check in next week. Until next time, yours in strength. This is Chris. If you like what I'm putting out, you can check out more at thebeardreport.com. Or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Beard Report on Twitter and at the underscore Beard Report on Instagram. We're going to have weekly podcast episodes, so come back for that. You can also sign up to my newsletter. You can find the link to my newsletter sign up on my Twitter page or on thebeardreport.com.